All right. It is the NFL draft. The Chicago Bears traded down one pick to get the 10th pick, securing offensive tackle Darnell Wright from Tennessee. We've got our Locked On Bears host, Lauren Cox, with us. I'm Jordan Black. But first, Locked On NFL Draft coverage is presented by Ultimate Football GM. You think you can run an NFL franchise? Well, visit ultimate-gm.com to play the ultimate NFL GM simulation game and start your dynasty today. All right, Lauren, we maybe didn't see this coming. I know it's only one trade down, but kind of walk me through your reaction, your emotions as a Bears fan, as a Bears host in what happened today. This is kind of a a pick that we were all waiting for after what happened in the offseason with the Bears. So walk me through what happened tonight. Yeah, the most surprising thing was less who they took, but who they didn't take, right? I think Bears fans were waiting with bated breath to see if Jalen Carter would make it to the ninth overall pick, and he did. And it was like, all right, like this is the time we will find out right now if Ryan Poles, the Bears general manager, feels comfortable with the question marks surrounding Carter, or if you know it's just a little bit too much for him to try and risk in his you know first first round pick as the Bears general manager, and clearly not willing to make that pick trades down one spot for the Eagles. It wasn't a huge surprise that they decided to trade down again. That had been something that had been rumored in the draft pre-draft process, but it would have depended on there being a good player at nine for someone to trade up for. It just so happened to be Jalen Carter and one pick. So they moved back just a little bit, pick up a future fourth round pick. It's kind of peanuts at that point, but it's better than nothing. They got a little bit of something to stay there and still take one of the offensive tackles they had very high on their board in Darnell Wright and make that investment in pass protection in the offensive line for Justin Fields. Now, before we get to Darnell Wright, which is obviously who we want to be talking about, I do want to go back to what you said, who they didn't take. Now, the biggest need for the Bears is offensive line, right? That's the biggest area that, uh, that Chicago needed to address, and they did that um, by by taking Darnell. So tell us why they did what they did, what, what they're getting in, in this offensive uh, lineman in Darnell Wright. Sure, yeah. The Bears certainly did their homework on, on Jalen Carter and brought him in for a visit. They talked to him at the combine. They they made a lot of effort to really get to know whether or not this was going to be a decision that they wanted to make. Decided not to and went with the offensive tackle they preferred out of the remaining group. And that's the other interesting thing is the other offensive tackles they chose not to take. Peter Skaronsky from Northwestern. We wondered, would the, would the Bears be a team that viewed his arm length as too too big to overcome at the tackle position? And they had the choice of them or Broderick Jones from Georgia, but ultimately preferring Wright among the group. That that had been the, the pre-draft rumor that, that Wright was the tackle they kind of preferred out of that trio if Paris Johnson indeed wasn't going to be available for them. But Wright comes in with positional versatility, having started at both left and right tackle at Tennessee, even played some guard back in his freshman year. So there's you feel like he could, he could plug and play at a, a number of different positions, but they clearly have a big hole at right tackle right now. That's where he started and played his absolute best this past season at Tennessee, where we saw him pretty well shut down Will Anderson, who went third overall in the draft. So you feel like he's got the pedigree. He's got a lot of the physical tools with length, size, but still pretty good mobility. I know there were some pre-draft questions about like discipline and, and how well he keeps his body as far as like his weight and having the right composition of, of muscle and fat. But I think getting him in Chicago into that program should go pretty well for him. And there's feels like there's a lot of physical upside there to go with some technical issues that can be refined along the way. So many of the guys that came in the same year as Justin Fields have started to flourish at this time in their career. How much of an advantage will it be for Justin Fields to now have, hopefully, some pocket protection and just some protection up front? Yeah, I think for Bears fans, it goes twofold that not only 
do you get Darnell Wright with now the 10th overall pick? But also as a result of your draft pick, you added DJ Moore in the trade down from Carolina. So you started with the first overall pick and came away from the first day of the draft with a new number one wide receiver that you traded for as part of the trade down and now a, a new right tackle. So clearly this is the front office investing around the quarterback position and trying to do everything they can to give Justin Fields the best possibility to be successful. And I think the, the, the sneaky thing here is that even if Justin Fields doesn't take that next step this season, they've now built a really strong supporting cast for whoever the next quarterback would be as well. So it's either great spot for Justin Fields and he plays well and he's good to go, or it's a great spot for the next quarterback if Justin Fields doesn't play well and you've kind of hedged your bets both ways. We talked about what um, the Bears gave up in in trading down for that for that 10 spot fourth round pick. What else do the Bears need to do to make this 2023 draft a success? Yeah, they do need to address the position they chose not to address with Jalen Carter. The defensive line remains the biggest question mark, and this needs to be a trench-heavy draft for the Chicago Bears, including starting with the right tackle, but they could still use more offensive line depth later on, but they need edge rushers. They need defensive tackles. It's, it's why the fan base would have been thrilled with Jalen Carter at that spot, but there's still, I think, good options at defensive tackle and defensive end in the second round where they picked three times over the course of 12 picks from 53 to 64, whereas comparatively, the offensive tackle class dropped off a lot once you get past the first round, and they might not have had those options there. So I, I can't help but wonder if looking at the draft classes as a whole also influenced the Bears' decision a little bit there to take the tackle early to know you can get the defensive line later on. All right. Well, Tennessee fans, fans. Chicago fans, um, SEC, Chicago fan base, I feel like there's a similarity there, right? What, what can Darnell expect in coming to a Chicago fan base? Yeah, back-to-back -back years, the Bears draft a Tennessee volunteer with um, the wide receiver Bayless Jones last year. No, of course, like Bears fans are passionate. I mean, we saw the the companies that make the mock draft simulators put out that the Chicago Bears fans use the simulators more than any other fan base. This this fan base is in tune with the NFL draft and knows these draft prospects. And we saw even on Twitter, Darnell Wright was getting in the DMs of people who were being critical of them. So he's already being aggressive, trying to block on Twitter. We're excited to see him get aggressive and try to block on the field as well. I love it. That's a great way to look at it, Lauren. Thank you for your insight. We appreciate it. For more on the Bears, be sure to tune in to the Locked on Bears podcast. And that is part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day.